podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Brighton Rock Podcast. Episode 147, I think it is, something like that. Anyway, uh, with me, Russell Guyver, with him, Peter Marsh. Hello, Russ. Yes, how are you doing? We've been out for a while now. It it feels like it's almost the same place we're in for the last episode. Yeah, funny that. It's weird, isn't it? It's weird. Uh, For you, it might be a week later. For us, it's like 10 minutes later. A matter of seconds. It's a toilet break away, isn't it? (laughs) So near, yet so far away. (laughs) And I've been bloody loving it, being in the Gladstone Arms. We have loved it. It's been such a great night. We're having a pint of Sussex haze, aren't we? No, you're having a pint of Belgian beer and I'm having a pint of something that I can't remember the name of now. We're going to try Sussex Haze after this. That's right, yeah. Last yeah. before we go. Yeah, it's it's our um, first pint of the evening, isn't it, Peter? There Obviously, we, yeah. Thereabouts, thereabouts. It'd be very impressionable to podcast while pissed. Well, you'd imagine. It would have been pretty embarrassing. <laughs> it yeah. would be, like, awkward and uh, <laughs> probably turn people off listening. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and, you know, there, there's people, apparently, that do listen to this. I'm, I'm Who the hell they are and what they're doing. It's mainly us. No it yeah. uh, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Phil, if you're running on the seafront, by the way, Phil, my Film 5's buddy, what are you doing? Take a, take a breath. Take a breath. Breathe, breathe heavily. Breathe heavily. It's all over. It's all over. Now you can. Now you can run again. Now you can run. You're making weird phone calls. Like, breathe heavily. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't like to say. Well, so what we're going to do in this episode? We're going to. We've reviewed the Albion in the last one. We're going to mainly talk shit. We're going to talk shit. Yeah. We're going to talk about uh, Ben White getting called up to England. Woohoo! Hey. We're we're going to talk about the Premier League one to twenty. Boo. EFL playoffs. What's going to happen? Who's up? Who's down? All that stuff. That's yeah, the general what, plan. It's what's already happened, Charlie. Exactly. <laughs> we were hoping to get Kevin Day in. We, we, we asked him at short notice to come along. Our Palace intrepid friend. But he's uh, he's busy. But we'll see if we can get him on for a later podcast. Um, I'm sure he'd like to gloat about finishing above us. He might as well do while he can. Because it won't last for long. Oh, Gortler there. Lay down. <laughs> we're laying down the law to you, Kevin, if you're listening. Um, Enjoy it. The one season out of the next million you can. <laughs> you, you might have a new no, but we don't care. We've got a Graham, haven't we? We've got a Graham Potter. So, we're going to talk about the, the football. Graham, yes. New no. Oh, I like it. I like it. Very good. Very nice. Okay. Well, on that, on that note... Here we go then. So on the, that terrible pun. On that terrible, that was a pretty bad pun. To be fair, really, really bad. Um, so we're talking about the uh, the Premier League. So the top twenty, one one to twenty. We'll get to the Albion in due course, of course, as we go along the line. But in terms of first of all, title winners, Man City. What's your take on City this season? Hard to argue with it, really. Yeah. I mean, they they what deserve to win the title. They probably should have won the treble over the quadruple overall. Yeah, brilliant uh, team. Brilliant. They didn't turn up in the semi-final against uh, Chelsea or the final in the League against Chelsea, and they probably should have won a quadruple, which would have been unheard of. But and they didn't turn up the Amex as well. But other than that, they were very, very efficient, very good. Yeah, they 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 didn't have Aguero, but they scored goals across the team. Hard to argue, really, isn't it? I mean. It's, you know, they were the best team by a distance. Yeah, well, I mean, they won it by 12 points from Man United. Who, who, yeah. and, Should have um, frankly won it by 18 points from Man United. Yeah, yeah. And you look at it and you think, well, City have played the blinder because Pep Guardiola, is he the best coach in the world ever? I don't know, I don't know. But what, what I will you say is... You never know until he actually coaches a team that aren't the best team Exactly. He's, he's I, always coached the best team, so you can't ever say. Exactly. But he's always won things with the best team, which other people haven't done. So it's like, well, mm. he's obviously a very good coach, does a good job, but he's, he, I mean, Barcelona, Bayern, and Man City are hardly exactly a, an example of teams who haven't spent money and done nothing. There's no real so, test. And is he's it? not won the Champions League in the last two. Well, it's been 10 years, isn't it? Yeah. He's so, failed again. I mean, he lost this year, of course, to Chelsea in the so, final. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that they they did well, but I mean, it was a pretty poor Premier League overall from the top teams. Mm. United got seventy four points from thirty eight games, so they got under two points a game in finishing second. I mean, that's pretty poor. Yeah, it's not. It's not high scoring. Liverpool came second, or City, no, Liverpool came second a couple of years ago with ninety nine points. Got, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's really pretty yeah. poor. I so. mean, Liverpool fans have said, well, City say they've improved. They've gone two or three points better off. And they finished comfortably there. Have they really improved? Because 
what they improved on, pardon the old uh, bikes in the background if you can hear them, what they've improved on wouldn't have caught them up with Liverpool of the previous year. And Liverpool have had, well, we'll get into it in a minute, they've had a crazy amount of injuries. For me, Man City... City started badly, though, and they, they improved, yeah. so I, I mean, think they have improved. What they did, they, they played a blinder in terms yeah. of managing their squad. They do have a big squad, let's face it. However, they did manage that squad as well as they possibly could have done. Yeah. They kept a lot of people back, they took a few hits, they didn't mind the fact they were dropping points. And they didn't have Aguero pretty much all season, they, they missed yeah. the Bruyne of a lot of it. You know, so I mean, and they didn't have Diaz for the season when they were pretty terrible and lost to Leicester and that sort of thing. So, um, mm. I think they genuinely, I think they would deserve to be. I mean, yeah, I think Liverpool fans can complain. I mean, Liverpool fans, you know, can comment, but since you were out, Laporte and other players last season when they Liverpool won it, so it's like, well, mm. that's why they won it by seventy. So on to our favourite team in second place, United, who uh, I yeah. thought were pretty dreadful based on who played them, but yeah, yeah. I mean, they ended up on seventy-four they points, which is wins, quite they? decent. They ground out a lot of results. I do think that they do claim a lot of results they don't have entitlement to. I do think that's the thing. Let's take that aside. I think Oleg Gidesolshire has done a decent job. I think he's. I don't think he's a great manager. I don't think he's a Ferguson. He's not a Klopp. He's not a Guardiola. He's not a Tuchel. He's none of those kind of guys. But he's a, he's a good, solid manager. He's good. He's a he's a decent guy. I think generally, and he's got them onto seventy four points. With a fairly malfunctioning team, I would say. Yeah, I'm not convinced they'll ever get the top one yeah, That's the I, thing. I don't think they're brilliant, but I think he's he's actually yeah fair play to him. I think he's but done well. I'm not convinced they'll ever, they'll ever move up to first place under him, which is what they want. No, they've got no chance. No no chance at all. Which is what they want. To me, I'm looking next season, I'm looking at Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea. All yeah. three of those teams are far superior to what Man United Man, have now. Yeah, if United need to invest in defence, I mean, they talk about Sancho already again. But they need investment defence and to make them more solid. And then if they can do that, yeah. and better midfield options, well, Pogba's not interested anyway, so why play him? Yeah, I mean, you look at United, they've got, they had 74 points, they were five ahead of Liverpool, who had chronic injury crises. And then they're seven ahead of Chelsea, who had... Um, change manager mid-season. Well, change yeah. manager, yeah. Frank Lampard, all due respect, is a good manager, but he's not a great manager. Tuchel is a great manager. He's very good. He's tactically astute. He's he's cantankerous. He's spiky. I'm sure he rubs people up the wrong way. All of that stuff. But he is a good manager. He is a good manager. Absolutely. And next season, I can't see Man United finishing no. top four, uh, top three at all. No chance. So you're, you're saying Liverpool and Chelsea? Liverpool, next Chelsea, two, and, Ma- and Man City yeah. will be top three, hundred percent sure. Yeah. Which order is the question? I think Liverpool might come back. The fact that they finished, what was it? Um, they've no, yeah, but I mean, in terms of points, they finished seventeen points behind City. Now, when you when you think they had twenty different central defensive partnerships last year, they came back strong. They came through adversity. I think there was a few touchy incidents. There was a few awkward moments. They've probably got to regurgitate their squad to some degree. I really, really rate Klopp. I know he winds people up the wrong way sometimes. But he is a good manager. I, I see them challenging Man City next season. And I don't see any reason to suggest otherwise for Chelsea, for Tuchel. Great players, yeah, a lot I, of creativity. A lot, a lot depends on who gets the what in the summer. Because obviously there's talk about Kane being available. There's talk about... There was about Lukaku. I think it's available. Necessarily it will be available now. There's talk about Harden. Maybe someone will go in for him now. Or they'll wait till he's like... His, his um, clause, his contract's available next summer. If, if one of the, the, those three signs Kane or Coot or uh, um, or signs Haaland, I think probably they'll be they'll be champions. Hmm. I mean, Leicester Leicester were very unlucky, by the way. We have to say to finish fifth. Yeah, there's two seasons in a row. Then I, I think they'll probably won't do it next year. I think they will be further away. Yeah, wasn't there a stat where they said they've only spent something like three or three, four yeah, weeks outside out of the, last of the two years, top four, yeah. and they've missed out both years? Yeah. Oh my god, that's pretty tragic, isn't it? I mean, they they're not one of the traditional big. Big clubs, but it's got to be a gutter when you've been so close so often. Yeah, and then they did win the FA Cup to be fair, which obviously kind of is a bit of a, a balancing act. And when all said and done, they wouldn't have won Champions League next year. They've got through second rounds like that, but in the long term, they've won the FA Cup. So I mean, would you rather have that? On, you know, yeah, longer term. It, I mean, five years time, would Leicester fans rather say they're going to see Champions League 
or they'd rather say they won the FA Cup and I think the latter. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're um, a Leicester fan the, uh... or, or Leicester or Brighton or whatever, would, would you be happy? I'd, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, Major London, honours. I think this, this season would be a bit gutter, but yeah, in two or three years' time, you'd rather, when the Champions League has gone and that sort of thing, you'd rather have... Football fans will look at the honours, won't they? Yeah. They won't look at the finals. And also they're pretty fed up with being a team who've been runners up most and not won it. Yeah. And, been, and I, I did like the story of the lady who was... Uh, who was promised for I think the 1940s or like that when they got married to her husband that Leicester won the FA Cup that she'd get the engagement ring and although Brilliant. her husband had died her son bought her the engagement ring finally in this year when they won the FA Cup which is a really nice story that's brilliant and you've got to say West Ham who finished just below Leicester in 6th place for me David Moyes is probably manager of the season yeah yeah I, th- I, I know you're not going to like this, but I do really think Bielsa did a good job because it's Leeds. I don't, I don't deny that Bielsa did yeah. a good job. I think he yeah. did. I, d- I don't dislike Leeds. I dislike the wanker fans who are complete tossers <laughs> and kind of have views of themselves. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't hold back, Peter. Don't yeah. hold back. I don't have an issue with, it, with saying no, Bielsa did yeah, a good job. Joking I, aside, no, Bielsa, Bielsa and Moyes are brilliant, weren't I hold my hands and say I didn't think Moyes was a good appointment. He didn't do great. He hasn't done much, really, since no, Steve Everton. I didn't either. But he's having done really well at West Ham second time. He did okay first time, but they, didn't, they weren't happy with it. He kept them up, but that was all. Yeah. But then second time, he did brilliantly, yeah. He's yeah. done a fantastic and job. He, he's done, a, to be fair to him, he's done a very good job. And I the issue for them will obviously be that they'll, they'll probably lose Lingard from the sound of it this summer. And they'll, yeah. they'll, yeah, he probably was second half of the season, the spark that turned them from top half to top six sort of yeah. thing. But Leicester and West Ham being in fourth and fifth place, of course, means that Spurs... And uh, sorry, um, fifth and sixth place means Spurs have finished seventh, Arsenal finished eighth, and Everton, who we mentioned earlier in the season, ended up below Leeds in tenth place. So, what do you make of that little lot? I mean, Spurs Spurs finished in the conference place, as it's now called. Does that mean they go to the National League? <laughs> yeah, that's right, they've got to play oh, Barnet next season. Hey. How's it going? All right, all good, all good. Have we got time for one more? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah, of course. Another point, please, oh, Barnet. There's no rush, I mean, the Barclays 11. Oh, cool. So I can bring it in about 10 minutes you're, or something. You're a yeah. temp- tempster. Yeah, uh, yes, yes, 10 oh, minutes will be good. If, well, in 10 minutes I'm at the Sussex Hayes then, is that okay? Sure. For me too as well. Sussex Hayes, I'll bring it in about 10 minutes. Sussex so, Hayes, perfect. we're in a Sussex Hayes, aren't we? <laughs> yes, of course we are. <laughs> because we're celebrating the end of the season. That's my temporary forget that we're on, on, actually on the pod. No. Ah, never uh, mind that stuff. So, yeah, no, so we've got Arsenal. Oh, we've got Spurs in... Seventh place, Arsenal tenth. Uh, sorry, Arsenal eighth. Leeds ninth. Everton tenth. Anything yeah. to say about that? I mean, I mean, I, to no, be I, fair, Leeds have had a good season. Let, let me. Let, yeah, let's I, be honest. I'll hold my hands up and say I thought Bamford would be not do anything in Premier League. He'd be laughed yeah, out what, of what, it. What the fuck? And somehow he managed to find the scoring pick. Rafinha, I think, must be about to sign this season. He's been fantastic for Leeds. And in fairness, he was another one who was missing at the Amex when they played us. He was possibly, I'd argue, a bigger miss than Phillips. Actually, he was brilliant generally yeah, this yeah. season. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to be seen as being unfair to Leeds. I think their fans are complete wankers. Um, but as a, as a club, they played some really attractive football generally. Yeah. And I was really impressed with them, to be fair. I, blood, um, I bloody love Bielsa, I have to say. And I do love the, while well, not wanting to necessarily watch that style, because it bloody give you a heart attack every game, probably. Um, I do love the, you know, we'll score more than you kind of Kevin Keegan sort of thing, which they seem to have. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's like, a pretty risky policy, isn't Bamford. it? Well, for you, can can you can for get relegated. You can get relegated doing that. Patrick Bamford as their main scorer, that seems to... You know, and that, that first game of the season they played in Liverpool, I think it's been the best game I saw all season. Yeah, I'm, I'm, It was just no defence at all. Neither team bothered defending. It was a brilliant game. threw men forward and, and like, kind of... Yeah, it, it was an amazing watch in terms of the game. It was brilliant and... And, he, and I sat there and was like, well, Leeds because they go one way earlier in the end, and in the end they went the second way, but the first way was they could be relegated because they had some games where they, they lose 4-3, other games they can't, they lose 5-0. Or it could be that they go and really compete and really give teams a game, and they did that, and they did really, to be fair, they, yeah, I was, they were very good to watch, but yeah, the arrogance of their fans is like, it's still not fair enough. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, whoever you are, how... I mean, you get six points of them, so thanks very much, Leeds. Yes, thank you, Leeds. Thank I didn't you, see Leeds. the goal either. <laughs> for all their exactly. potency in front of goal they did not see the goal barely had a shot to save I think the two games and, and uh, scored three so uh, can we play every week yeah exactly can we play, play you every, every week? week can, can we, we play, play you every week, week? cheers cheers lovely <laughs> we'll drink to that <laughs> um, 
No, I agree with you. I'm, I do like the way Leeds play. It's very gung-ho. It had the potential to really backfire to the point of a relegation situation, but it didn't. And yeah. fair, the, the and interesting thing for Leeds will be when Bielsa goes, and it may not be this season or next season now, but it may be yeah. two or three years, but it will be how they continue that with a new manager, and that will be the the acid test. You know, they kind of the, where do they go? As other teams have felt, you know... Well, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm not comparing Kirby to Bielsa or comparing Allardyce to Bolton's Kiel to Bielsa, but they've both struggled after they've had a manager who's been brilliant for them, mm. and well, leads to the same. You know, it's kind of like yeah, exactly, yeah. So, so fair play, and you know, I mean, they've had a good season. You, you've got this thing. You've had Sheffield United, you've had Wolves, you've had Leeds. They've all had very good first seasons. Okay, Wolves had a lot more to them than most. Mm. Um, so that's probably not a good example. Sheffield United has showed the extreme opposite yeah. of that example with how bad it can go wrong in season two. Where do you think Leeds will finish in season two? I think they'll survive, but they'll finish somewhere like yeah. 15th. I was going to say 12th or 13th, but yes, I don't think they'll be yeah. quite as good this season. Yeah. I think teams have to a degree work them out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tougher, isn't it? Yeah, I think, there's, I think we show both games how you can play Leeds. Yeah. There yeah. are ways around it, you know, there's like ways of pulling them in. They are, in a way, an ideal team for us. Mm. They don't have amazing quality. They've got decent quality, but not amazing quality, but also attack. And actually, they, they leave gaps at the back, but we we, yeah. we love that sort of team. We, we, we actually really enjoy playing as that sort yeah. of team. Oh, where we struggle exactly, is the yeah. United or the, yeah, or, the, or the West Broms, where they sit back and defend and we don't deal with yeah, it. Yeah, we, we did the double over Leeds. We love playing It's not Leeds. surprising that, really, to be honest. Yeah, so, I mean, we've, we've got a record for doing it anyway, but even this season... Yeah, it, it, we like playing on, those teams, don't they? They've not got an amazing player. They've got a decent player. They've got amazing players. And we... Yeah, but then they push forward and that's what we need to play against. That's mm. the sort of team we actually love playing against and that's where the goals came from in that game. Mm. And I love watching games like that. Brighton Leeds is a good yeah. a good fixture to look at. As compared to like home to Burnley or something, which is like all 4-0-0, you know. Burnley, so. Sheffield United. Oh, God. So, Everton 10th. Um, bottom half Massive disappointment of the top of the uh, bo- yeah. bottom of the top half, so to speak. Uh, what do you make of them? Massive disappointment. Hmm. And there's a big fuss about Ancelotti and all that sort of thing about him going to Madrid. But I think what Everton have done pretty well out of that. Hmm. They've probably got some compensation. They've probably got some money. And he failed massively this season. In the end, yeah, I, I think they did based on where they, they were. Amazingly, but the fact is they came tenth in the end. Yeah, they should have finished top six. They had like Hamid Rodriguez. They had. Calvert-Lewin on the form of his life they had decent defensive players on paper they had England goalkeeper they did yeah. have Michael Keane so he's balanced out a little bit but it's still <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and it's slightly jarring to mention that uh, George, uh, Pickford's got hair now which is which is really unnerving I, I what, can't get used to that what they I did do say. though through Pickford is ensure Liverpool didn't win the league so that's one thing I suppose well yeah because I mean they got the 2-0 was it 2-0 win I, I Anfield the, uh, and, and then and obviously the, the injuries the yeah. absolutely aberrant, awful tackle on uh, Van Dijk rather than the I've got to say that was a disgrace it's wasn't it, yeah, it, was it was a, a, and he didn't even get sent off did he no, he should, I mean it wasn't a penalty because it was offside who is it it's Pickford oh, it's it wasn't Pickford, a penalty because yeah. it was offside but it was a red card no question yeah and then wasn't that the game where um, Thiago got injured too yeah mm. yeah uh, Richardson did get sent off for that one I think didn't he um, we talked about Liverpool earlier they've had 20 different centre back par- yeah. partnerships I think that was actually the, I agree with you that's the moment when Liverpool lost yeah. the title the same as when Laporte got cropped Webster tried to attack kick Webster tactical fouling yeah. Webster yeah. and then injured Up himself yours, was bloody arguably city. with company yeah. going and not replacing yeah. him with the moment City won the it's ironic the last two teams who were, were holders have lost to the key centre half or eight and a half anyway mm. and not replaced them and yeah. fail and Absolutely. struggle because of it yeah well let's move on Aston Villa 11th I can't stand okay. Villa. Again, I have to say. Again, a two halves again, wasn't it? Mm. I mean, they, they shouldn't be in the Premier League. They should have got relegated based on the goal line technology failure of last season. So, you've, so I know you're laughing away if it, Peter is smirking at me. On on that basis, that they could and should have gone down on small margins. Yeah, although the rest of the season could pan out differently. I know, I know, I know. But the fact of the matter is they survived... They've, they've signed through the nose. They've spent a lot of money. But they made some good signings. And they're about to spend money on Bundia as well, which is... Uh, yeah, Bundia for £33 million. And I think will be a huge sign for them because... It's a good signing, If yeah. you look at their season collapsed after Greenwich got injured, yeah. 
and Buendia will fill that gap if he if it's injured again yeah, and also be yeah. a player alongside Grealish he'll be brilliant as well it's a good signing for it's them it's a fantastic um, signing if you look at Watkins uh, roughly the same fee wasn't it about 30 mil yeah he's just broke a Buendia's record but yeah. yeah he's not far below uh, 28 Barkley a few good a few good signings I mean, Barkley didn't do much in he had a good start and then I think he lost his way yeah and he said, yeah, Chelsea wanted 40 million allegedly. I think, I think Watkins was, was the was the make way yeah. there and, so, and keeping Grealish well. um, Cash as well was a really good signing from yeah, Boris yeah he's a good player he's good, yeah. we were looking at him weren't we yeah and I, th- I think the signing season alongside I was saying Rafinha Martinez as well was for arguably signing the season yeah great he was, he was a fantastic so they've, they've signed well they've, I mean it's not it's not, it's, they're, they're, they're not it's not as if they're no brainer to really compete with Ryan now last summer yeah. we've actually found someone on, in, internally to do that anyway so who I would argue is probably better than him so you, you know, never know actually, where it's going to come from do yeah. you but you have to say their signings have been good they've been fairly obvious signings they've been big they've, money signings but they've, they've been they've big money really they've well. been big gambles but they've yeah. worked well so fair play to them they shouldn't be in the division based on last year maybe but they were and I think they'll be they'll be signed. top half I yeah, think Wendia will be a huge sign for them they'll, they'll be Once, they'll, yeah. If they, if they, I mean, before if they lost uh, uh, Greenish for a long time, they might have been really struggling. Yeah, as I showed mean, in the season. But actually, now with with Buendia as well, Buendia's record in Premier League when Norwich were there was a huge, was brilliant mm. compared to their overall yeah. goals. I mean, I and love also Buen- record last season. Was I love Buendia as yeah, well. I think he's player. a sensational player. He's so good. So yeah, I think they'll they'll be very good with him. Yeah, he, he might be hitting this for a bit till he finds his feet. It's a matter of where they fit him in and how he fit yeah. him in with Greenish obviously being he's obviously been the main man in Norwich whereas yeah. like with Greenish there he's obviously not going to be the main man but I'm, I'm, a, fits, I'm, a, but I'm a football purist and I love watching players like him yeah. I absolutely love it the front it. three of those two and, and mm. Watkins will, be a, will score a lot of goals and Villa will be yeah. very very you know, very yeah. fine next they, probably top half they only weren't top half this season because of Greenish's long term injury yeah I mean they're 11th he, they, he they're definitely going to finish he basically there. failed to leave Veltman's pocket for like three months and that's what he got <laughs> he got, got Veltman pocketitis disease yeah um, yeah so 11th last this season just finished yeah, I think they'll be, they, they'll be thereabouts won't they all better maybe I think they'll be high next yeah. season they'll be, they've got a good defence barring Tyrone Mings and they've got like the best goalkeeper are, I think Arden Premier League actually mm. I, know, I, think, I know Edison and, and Alisson will argue one way or the other but I think Martinez was I mean, the, the best keeper in Premier League last season yeah and um, from there we then get to the interesting stuff because this is where Albion are competing at the moment isn't it 12th down to 20th yeah. that's what we're talking about broadly speaking 12th I say that because twelfth this season is Newcastle we were better I mean, than that's Newcastle that's an aberration I mean how the fuck are they in 12th place yeah, we've won six nil against over like, two games. I mean, how on earth they are twelfth is beyond me. It's... Sorry for the swearing, by the way, guys. But uh, yeah, I've had, I've had a few beers. We're fucking sorry. Newcastle are in twelfth place. We're so- angry about it. We're fucking sorry about that. <laughs> and, um, yeah. I mean, Bruce is a is a weird one, isn't he? he 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 like Hodgson. He grinds out the results like yeah. Pulis, like Allardyce. He'll grind out results to a certain degree. Newcastle's issue isn't, isn't Bruce. It's actually yeah. Let's not sit here and pretend that if Bruce went and someone else came in, they'd be happy with that as well. Mm. You know, it's Ashley's the issue. Yeah. The problem is that they, yeah, trying to get rid of Ashley, they can't deal with it. But they were very lucky that they signed a player in Colin Callum Wilson, who is fantastic striker. And they they have four points more than us. They got inferior goal difference. I mean, by a mile, it's like about twenty inferior, wasn't it? It's like that. It's like yeah. Uh, they're, Maxman, they're, they're not better than us Alex Maxman Callum Wilson and a defence that's relatively solid and that's what mm. they, they survived on yeah they were like us under Hewton but better basically effective so we, we should at the very least be aspiring to finish 12th on, on that basis shouldn't we where they I mean, we where they be, yeah. I mean, we won 6-0 against them over two yeah. games I mean and it wasn't even close. It wasn't like it was three. You can have three nils where you kind of like get a couple of Could breakaway have been goals. Six, seven, eight nil. Each game, on, yeah. On aggregate, yeah. Yeah. Each, each game. game. <laughs> well, I love it. Yeah. Anyway, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, beyond that, we have Wolves. Wolves had a poor season. They're off colour. They missed him. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Him and S was a big loss. Um, they had um, a bit of a mixed season. Traore didn't do much without Jimenez because. Mm. Him and the whole thing about Traore is whether he crossed for Jimenez, so he struggled without him. Um, yeah, it's it's a tough one. They against I mean, they us, finished one they point were, above they were, Palace. They're so. a bit of a weird one without us, weren't against us, weren't they? Because we 
we battered them for 20 minutes at home and then they hammered us for like 25 minutes and then we were like all over them for a half until the end when they almost won it and then, yeah. and in a way we, we were all over them for the first half should have been ahead more ahead at half time it's one of those games where I, I texted my dad at half time a number of games this season and he texted me back at the same thing we should be you know are we going to regret only getting one goal ahead and it's one of those games where we were like yeah definitely we're like but they, can't, they can't be any worse second half and they weren't and we yeah and obviously I think without Dunkey's aberration we probably would have won even if they'd scored that but yeah they obviously went to the yeah. one against us and Without that, we'd have, if we'd drawn that, we'd have been above them or at least level with them. Yeah, like and they finished 13th. So we, sh- yeah. we should have been 13th this season, at the very least. That's even with bad refereeing decisions and to bad yeah. luck and so injuries. But that, that one was our own fault. It's a stupid... Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I think Mopé didn't get some decision to go for him in a penalty of burn, but even ignoring that, it was our own fault with Dunkey pulling um, Silver back and that sort of thing. Yeah. We all spent a lot of money this summer and on not such great signings. Like, Silver was not that great. But they've also got some very good players for like Dendonka and Neves and that sort of thing. So his younger uh, brother's supposed to be good, isn't he? Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Dendonka, Neves, um, Neto, it's pretty useful. Uh, it's another some other players as well, ignoring that, that obvious Jimenez. But then they lost Yossa, they lost Jimenez half the season, so it's not that surprising they've dropped down. Mm. I still think, yeah, if he does go to Palace, that uh, Nuno could do better. Yeah, and that that's the big rumor, isn't it? Nuno to, to Palace. Nuno, if you're listening to this. I'm sure you are. Do not do go not to, to Palace. Palace. You can do better. <laughs> Definitely Everton. Anywhere. Definitely. Anywhere. Anywhere. Um, I think he might be quite good for Palace. Yeah. Way. So we have Newcastle were 12th, Wolves were 13th, Palace were 14th, which is very aggravating. Southampton they, were 15th. They have, Palace and Newcastle both have a habit of like being terrible for a number of games and then pulling a result of the hat that yeah, we said they'll about, go and win Everton. They'll, they'll, they'll go and win Everton. They'll go and win But not if... Or they'll stuff leads or they'll do something. It's so annoying because it's like... For most of the season, you're terrible. Whereas, like, we were pretty much great all season, but yet only got the results we deserved in certain times. Whereas, like, others, they, they were both, like, terrible most of the season, and yet yeah. somehow pulled a massive result of the hat every three games or something like that that made them stay up. I mean, it's quite quite a phenomenon, isn't it, actually? There's yeah. something a bit enigmatic about that. You just think, well, what's happened there? Fucking annoying, I think. It's, it's very annoying, but they, they finished 14th. Southampton were 15th. They had a very fluctuational yeah. season, you could call it, couldn't you? Again, a 9-0 defeat. Yeah, that's that's get, the big feature of their season. they next season. <laughs> Against us, maybe? Oh, I love that. First game of the season, I mean, back at the Amex, 30,000 people, we'd eat the Hamilton 9 0. That would be a. What, what do you make of Hassan Hurtle? Because I, I, I quite like him as a manager. I think he's all right. Yeah, he's done really well on, on paper, but then. Mm. Yeah, they've had a dreadful second half of the season. They've lost something at Man U again. They've lost something again. I've got mm. a lot of Hamilton fans on, right, I read at times online don't seem to rate him that highly. He's like, and doesn't seem that popular. They rely heavily on Ings. Yeah. Without Ings, which is like, there's rumours that Ings might go this summer. If he did. Well, Chia Ch- Adams is the, doing well, isn't he? Yeah, but not, I'm not sure we'll get the goals to, to replicate the... It's, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Cause do you let in, then they uh, become like the Albion. Yeah. <laughs> Dare we say it. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because we've got, like, you know, we they, they're they a decent team, but they're I think they... On paper, they've got some quite good individual players, but they're not necessarily getting the results mm. that they need to well, take off season. And speaking then, of the Albion, we, we finished 16th. I think we should have finished 13th, just above Palace, based on the general, the, the way things yeah. pan out over the season. I think we were, we've we've undersold ourselves by a few points, and so we should have been 13th. We finished 16th, we were, let, let me just double check, uh, two points ahead of Burnley, and then of course 13 points ahead of Fulham. So it's the irony is that we finished, we were safe when we beat Southampton, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Fulham had such a bad run yeah. after that that we, even though we were level with them going into that game, we finished above Burnley. Get yeah, in. so Burnley's the interesting one. Um, overall though, yeah, it's annoying though, isn't it? Only Burnley. We should have been above so many more. Yeah, I mean, in a way, we kind of, yeah. Next season's going to be the acid test in a way. I think. Can we get that person who can score that goal, or can we improve our players to do that? If we can't, then we're going to end up, I think, permanently down. Yeah. If we can't with the players we've got now, with the, with the chance we create, assuming Basuma goes and whatever, we can't then take our chance and move higher. We're never going to do anything, probably. We're never going to be that high, much higher. You know, it's like we need to actually kind of, otherwise, it's going to be like a permanent, like, we're going to like 15, 14, 16 sort of thing. Yeah. 
And Burn, Burn we need to invest and find that if we're going to sell Bissouma or White or whatever, we need to find that player who can score those goals. And kind of like, then from there, we might get like you know eleventh, twelfth, tenth, even you know, and even a cup run because we're quite safe for Christmas. We can like the FA Cup and that sort of thing. Yeah, I'd agree with you. I, I don't know how it's going to pan out, but I do feel we're in safe hands. It depends hands. on the strike. Yeah, the yeah. striking side. Yeah, that's what we can say. I don't I think we're in safe hands in the sense we do go down. We're not going to be screwed over, and mm. you know we're not going to lose our way and panic and that sort of thing. That's yeah. what the key is. Because we're never, we can't sit here and say we're never going to go down because we are going to go down at some point. So the key is that if we do go down, we're in safe hands, and that's what you know. If we sign a forty million pound striker tomorrow, mm. Joe Linton, we could like kind of like still go down. Mm. Joe Linton's terrible. God, please, so, you know, please don't sign Halle Joe Linton. Sebastian had over thirty five million. Never make West Ham, you know. Bit, so it's like you can't guarantee if you spend money, it's going to work. I mean, Burnley are um, eleven points ahead. Of, of trouble, they're below us in the yeah. table. Obviously, they've had a bad season. They 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 function yeah, so in a, limited. They're, they're an interesting zone. one. Will that will the will their players want to go? The likes of Pope and Tarkowski and that sort of thing. Mm. And uh, there's rumours of Wood going something being interesting. Yeah. Villa and West Ham, and you know, it's like at some point, will they want? Will players want to go? And will Dice then want to go? And it's it's then again how they respond to Dice leaving at some point. And you know, he's obviously got this kind of like. You know, very much like Mickey Adams, I think, at Albion. You know, it's kind of very much like kind of fighting spirit, where you know the world's against us. You know, everyone's against us. Let's just like kind of like mm. fight against it, and it works. But if Dice goes or enough players go, does that mean that you know eventually? Mm. And it's a difficult one. And I think the bottom three this year were pathetic. Frankly, we know were like terrible. They were terrible. And I, I'm I'm not convinced the bottom three next year will be the, the three promotions will be that much better. I don't think Norwich have sold Buendia. There's always talk of them invested that money, but they've got to invest it very well to replace their I mean, key I th- player. I thought Norwich might do okay, might just about be okay. But if they sell Bundia, he, he's he's such a big, well, like such offered, a big thing. They accepted the offer from Villa, and Villa. I, like I think it's huge. Terms, so. I, I can understand why they've done it, but I think Pookie it's a huge got found loss. out last time. He he did not score after yeah. the first like ten games barely. Mm. I I don't think Norwich will score any goals next year. I think Bundia is going to set the division on fire. But it's not going to be with Norwich yeah. now. So I, th- I think Norwich are, are gone. I think yeah. Watford will rely massively on Saar. He's a good get, player. Unless they can get, he's a very good player. Unless they can get someone else in. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much money they've got. And Brentford will be like Leeds, but but not so good. So we'll be very open and not be able to create the goals to actually make up for well, it. Well, we're hoping to get a Brentford uh, podcaster on. To talk about so that my, my view course. as it stands is the bottom three from la- the top the, the promoted three from last year it's will, most likely isn't will it will go down yeah. I know actually that's the obvious thing to do and when you look at it actually that hasn't been the historical pathway has it for, for the bottom no. three to be. but I do think this season two of them happened unfortunately this year. for those concerns I do think that's the most likely scenario two of, it ha- two of them happened this, this year and Leeds were obviously very well managed by one of the, the best managers in the world it's like kind of, yeah, absolutely. Completely agree. And we've had some more beers delivered. Thank you Cheers. very much. Thank you. Cheers. Oh, I love this pub. Don't you, Peter? It's brilliant. Cheers. It's all right. Cheers, you know. cheers, cheers. It's okay. It's all right. You know. Well, it's um, okay. You know, they keep bringing beers. I'm going to lay my cast on the table now. And obviously, it depends. Obviously, if Brentford signed Messi, it's a bit different. But I think the bottom, the, the three Premier teams will go down next year. I agree with you. Yeah. The only exception to that might be, depending on appointments... Wolves, Palace, and Burnley. But I don't. I don't I see Burnley any of those. Yeah, might I don't Burnley. see any of those appointment and then any of those three teams investing enough and throwing enough at no. it. What for being my exception because the posies are very very random and they could throw money at it. Who knows? Hmm. And Saar is a brilliant Premier League player and actually could make a difference to someone. Yeah, I'm amazed he's still there. To be honest, he didn't. He stayed. He was such a good player in Premier League that. Hmm. When he was on form, I made he kind of. I think they offered. Yeah, after I mean, they did so well much money, but hmm. they, they didn't he, get it. He's he's a really good player. Yeah, he he's is really good, isn't he? It was him who just destroyed Liverpool in that three 0 win, basically, mm. wasn't it? When they won in the one, the first game Liverpool lost in their Premier League mm. title. Yeah. Yeah, he was the one who was. I, I love watching good players, even yeah. if it's he's just brilliant. So he's the one for Watford that might change it. With Buendia, I don't think Norwich have that, and I don't think Brentford have that either. Mm. Tony needs to need to supply, and I'm not sure he'll get that supply in Premier League. Yeah. Because he won't, the players around him aren't good enough. If they'd gone up with Watkins, um, 
Ben Rama and uh, who was the other one? And Wabema, whatever. Then they might have had that because um, Ben Rama might have offered that supply to Watkins. But as it stands, I don't think anyone has the supply for Tony who's good enough to actually offer that. So fair enough. He won't get the goals in my yeah. view. And in terms of the relegated and three, so many. Quick word on the relegated three: Fulham, West Brom, Sheffield United. Anything to take from that? I mean, obviously we're not going to see Fulham, them next season, but who knows about Fulham? I mean, they they they'll have a very different team come August because they're seventeen thousand loanees or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> West Brom, if they, it, yeah, I think they'll have solid. They've got a few loanees as well. They've lost um, your, your Chris Lou, who seems to be quite a good player, and uh, and uh, uh, striker as well. They've lost a few players. I think that I think Sheffield United might be the best set actually because they, they're actually well set up. They're pretty well set up. You kind of mentioned a really good. They've got him in early, mm. so and also Parker uh, from Fulham might be going to Bournemouth allegedly. Let's talk yeah. about him, him being up for going to Bournemouth and Bournemouth being interested in. Oh so. really? Oh, okay, that can be interesting. So yeah, well, I I think that Sheffield United might be the best bet. Okay, well in part two we're going to talk about the EFL, who's got promoted, what we think about all that stuff in general. And the England team coming back in a mo. Boom. Okay, we are back with the latest part of our lovely chit chat in the pub. I'll be Peter. We were talking about the uh, the top twenty in the Premier League and how we see the Albion. What, I mean, the season. whole Premier League. The whole Premier League, all of it, all of it. It's all wonderful, isn't it? But in terms of next season, I reckon the Albion finish about. 13th what do you reckon yeah I'm going to be a little bit hopeful and say 11th Oof, I like it I like it 11th you're going 11th I'm going 13th I'll take either of those right now to be honest one of the players we hope to have in the team next season is Ben White he's been a shining light through our academy into our first team a bit of rhyme in there on loan <laughs> Ben <laughs> and, White the shining light and, and he's a bit of an England international isn't he uh, well, he was he was in the thirty three. He was then culled from the twenty six. But Trent Alexander Arnold got injured, so there was another friendly, and they decided based maybe on that game, maybe on other stuff, on who the possible replacement for Trent Alexander Arnold in that twenty six would be. The obvious signs were Jesse Lingard, or I, I personally think the best choice would have been uh, James Ward Prowse, to be honest. And yet. They went for Ben White, Mr. Solid. He played a really, really good role. So solid, so comfortable, so composed, didn't he, for the England team, both in the last 20 minutes as a substitute, as a defensive midfielder in the first friendly game, and he started the second game as a right centre-back, played the whole match. He was great, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone could question Ben White's role in that squad compared to the people in there I think yeah. I can understand why people say that White Prowse or Lingard deserve to be never on him I can understand that I can't understand how Mings and yeah. uh, Cody are in there ever I mean they're both terrible defenders so I don't really understand Dunk yeah. should be in there ahead of them frankly Bernie my catch should be in there ahead of them he's a probably better Premier League defender I think he's better at corners and uh, yeah he's well for me Maguire's injured isn't he if there's any ambiguity, get rid of him. Why are we, get why? rid of Cody. Get every, rid of Mings. Every tournament. Put in Webster, White, and Dunk. And Bernie. Sorted. <laughs> <laughs> and Bernie, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. Burn. Bernie and Burn, actually. Bernie Burn. But yeah, I mean, I just find it really weird that every every tournament England go to, we seem to like go with injured players. Mm. It just seems to be a permanent thing. It's like Henderson's the classic example this year, oh, isn't yeah. he? I mean, what a, whoever you like, whoever you want in the team. Henderson, he's struggling with injuries. Don't yeah. don't risk it. Don't worry. Don't strain. Also, don't bother. I don't, I don't think he's that great a player. I know it's like mm. terrible to say it, but I think he's a player who's been lifted up by Liverpool's quality. Mm. I don't think Henderson himself is that great that he's worth risking. Yes, when Rooney and Owen were England and Beckham were key players for England, I can kind of understand them going as injured mm. players. But Henderson and Maguire are not that good. I'm sorry, Maguire's only that important because you're choosing uh, Mings and Cody as backup. Hmm. If they had Duncan, you know, Webster and uh, White as backup, I would say ditch Maguire and Henderson. This youth thing, when you, when you look at players like Sancho, Hudson-Odoi, 
White, Bellingham, all, all those players, you look at them, there's a different level of class coming through, yeah. isn't there, in most cases, particularly with Bellingham, so I my, have to say. So my big issue is but, with Southgate is he's not well... So I think he did... His, his he's, got to, in, he's got to embrace what's happening, is He's in the World Cup. Yes, England lost him in finals for the first time. Second time only ever in a away, away tournament. And, mm. you know, but that we beat... Um, yeah, we beat Tunisia, Panama, Panama, Colombia without James Rodriguez, and Sweden. It wasn't like it was some sort of like world class, like kind of beating Spain, Italy, and France. All we did was and be did more it, savvy in penalties. And he did it and with a, a defensive team that did was quite solid. Hmm. What he didn't can't do now is is do it with so many attacking quality players. And he can't find a way of including Foden, Grealish. Madison, who was like out the squad mm. completely, Kane, Sterling, Sancho, you know, all of those players need to be you know, somewhere in, in the. My God, we've got an abundance yeah. of riches, and he, haven't we? He's not, and, he'll, and he'll end up playing Rice and Phillips both in midfield. Yeah. And that's not the way to go. The beauty of this team is you look at, if you imagine, for example, Kane, Grealish, and Foden as your front three. And then you've got whoever you've got in the midfield. Mount Sterling as well. Mount, you might have um, Declan Rice, whatever. If you've got that that sort of a team, you want somebody like White behind that to back it up, don't you? Yeah. Ironically, you want Bielsa's manager, someone who's going to throw players forward, <laughs> because we have a we yeah. have a pretty awful defence generally. In all honesty, I mean, Stones is not that great a defender. He showed against Poland. Mainly, he's been good at City this year because they've not had any defender do. I think Maguire's a, a pretty average defender. You know, the best defenders England have are played for Brighton, basically. No I, know, I, I know this sounds really, really shit to say, but, but I, I agree with you. I actually would have Webster, White and Dunk in head of if you Mings, look at the number of defen- Cody, For all Maguire, the fuss about Sanchez, if you look at the number yeah. of, defe- of, of saves our keepers have made this yeah. season, yeah. it's been so low. Yeah. If you look at the number of saves here, Villarreal need a few more. Fair enough, they're not too far above us. And on top but of that, because on top of that, is brilliant. Where it's like our keepers, Ryan was. Uh, I love Ryan, but his, his save percentage was pretty low, ridiculously low. Sanchez's been decent, but he's not been amazing. It's not like he's been like incredible in terms. Of, mm. But he's kept locking sheets because that defence is ridiculously good. Yeah. And Felton as well, who's obviously not exactly. English. And, but and if you you look at it, Southgate's trying to promote this notion of club football. That's the best example. Yeah. You've got three oh, defenders doesn't, yeah, who are genuinely good enough yeah. to be the part. So and it, it sounds ridiculous to wear a bright podcast about this, but it actually is true. Those yeah. three could easily be a, a back three for England. Any of those three over Cody, Keane, Dyer, Mings, even Concert, who is better than Mings. And there are other exceptions, to be fair, as well. Because, like, Tarkowski for Burnley. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's um, a decent player, yeah. Godfrey at, um, is at Everton, obviously. Yeah, got decent. Good player. Decent. So there are other, other ones as well, but they're not the ones that he calls up. And it's like... Oh. And Stones, for all the fuss... But and if you're going with the club idea... City have, done well. City have not done well because Stones came back in the team. City have done well because Dias is a brilliant defender. And because exactly. they've not had a lot of defending to do as well. Even, even if Trossard put him Stones, on his arse. <laughs> in his last bloody England game, yeah. cocked up against Poland and like, led to a Brighton player scoring. That's how bad he is. I mean, Mings, Mings got a senseless, senseless booking in the centre circle with no pressure on the ball, yeah. with no pressure he on the situation, reg- in a 5 nil lead yeah. against a minnow. He also got a red card. He would have got a red card against Austria and a penalty given away yeah. if, if they'd had the yeah. AR in that game. Yeah, you don't need players yeah. who've got any liabilities at all. And I know it the sounds... The about Mink and Cody are terrible. They're, I don't understand. The, the Brighton back line, the idea of that is... It's a brilliant idea. You think, well, they've played together all season. And actually, if he would stay fit, Lamptey had left Rook back as yeah. well. Fuck it, get Sanchez Even March in. as well. He hasn't played for Spain yet. Get Sanchez <laughs> Or in. even March. I mean, they're all like Sa- genuinely... Sanchez is going to be a better goalkeeper than any of the England oh, yeah. players. Without doubt. I, mean, I know, I know is, he wouldn't have probably Pickford signed is, for us. But... Pickford is terrible, frankly. It's like oh, kind I don't of... know, that's a bit harsh. That's a bit harsh. But he, he's not... He, he's a liability in that. He's not, he's not, yeah. He's a liability until he'll, he'll do something brilliant one minute and then like kind of I, go been and to podcasts. dive in on but, Van Dyke next minute. I've been listening to stuff and people are talking about Sanchez and how accomplished he is and how comfortable he is. Yeah. And he's got everything about him. Cashman, we had Cashman on our podcast. He went on a, a different podcast. We won't mention who they are. But... On that podcast, he mentions how Sanchez has a bit of an attitude. 
He didn't say it in a derogatory way. He just said it that he. It's got a bit of a thing about it. I think all keepers have that, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think a good keeper has that. In a good that. way, in a good way, yeah. And you look at his, his distribution's brilliant, his shot saving's good, his command of the area, his domination, his captaincy. Yeah, I, I saw someone else in chat saying that they, were, they weren't convinced by, by Sanchez because he, he wasn't confident enough and his distribution was poor. And it was like, are you, what have you watched him? What the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. With all due respect, I'm looking at him thinking, this is a, what is he, 20. Two, two like that, yeah. Your old guy. Before this he season, looks played so commanding. League one level at most, yeah. He's he, he looks far more domineering. He looks far more in control of himself and everything that's going on around him than anybody I've seen. Even Schmeichel at that age, he looks so so calm and composed. Exactly. It's not. I mean, twenty two is not an old footballer anyway. But for a keeper, it's like yeah. really young. I mean, I've said it um, before. I said it a few weeks ago. He's world class. Already to me, he looks like yeah. it looks obvious to me. He's world class. Spain have realised that. He will really be quickly. Spain's number one keeper yeah. quite soon. I reckon. Spain, have, Spain, De is on the way out anyway. Yeah, Spain have looked at him. They've gone. Yeah, he's he's good. He's got everything. Let's get him in. And I think they he's they may not have done it. Whatever. They may have not done it quite so soon if it hadn't been for the fact he had a chance to play for England. Yeah, yeah. True. And they've obviously, but I mean, that's still the fact they've looked and gone like. Bloody hell, we don't want him to play for England. We don't want him to, lo- yeah. to lose him to England. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He will be Spain's number one for a long time and he'll be, I think this time next year we'll be talking yeah. about, about who's Guardiola coming. Guardiola spent 15 minutes looking at him in the, in the Brighton If we City have another game. season like this, he'll be, next year he'll be the one talked about yeah. for the Visuma or the White yeah. this season. And t- and he'll be the one that they'll be looking at going like, he's got literally everything. He's like, he's uh, big, he's strong, he dominates the air, he's, he's, he's decent with his feet, he's a great shot stopper. I mean, I don't think it's we're missing anything. And actually, I think even if we don't get a striker this year, we'll hopefully better than, than last season because we'll start with, a, with with him in goal. And actually, he's like you know our defence is pretty dominating anyway. So yeah, and and for me, looking at it, I think it, it, it looks a pretty comfortable. It looks a pretty comfortable situation. I, uh, I would just go with. With that, but new if if I was if I was any of those any of those people, I, I, I would just go with it. I'd say one of my highlights of the season, and possibly arguably the best moment of the season, was when we were like Liverpool one 0 up away from home, at the first chance for the first bit at Anfield for God knows for the eighties or whatever, and they had a corner, and it was like the last like literally last like two minutes of injury time, and Sanchez comes basically to the penalty area, penalty spot, and takes a corner. That I mean. I mean, Ryan, I love Ryan, but he, obviously because of his like stature, he wouldn't have done. But even most keepers wouldn't have done that because they'd have been too worried about leaving themselves, uh, you know, costing us a, a victory at Anfield because of their mistake. But he just like basically dived out, took out like a lot of players, our players in the process, and dominated that area and like took that corner. It was brilliant. It was a fantastic bit of play. Yeah, and that's why we love the game, isn't it, Peter? That's why we love the game. So let's talk about the other stuff. EFL. So, the t- we've, we've talked about the 1 to 20 in the Premier League, the teams that are coming up. So, Norwich have come up as champions, Watford have come up, runners up, and Brentford have come up through the playoffs. I, I don't see, I think they'll probably all go down again. Yeah. I mean, I, I, wouldn't, be, I wouldn't bet on it because I think probably one of them may well do well, but I don't know, you know, because it's just like the averages that happens. But I don't, it possibly if one of them is going to, Watford might be the one possibly to do it. I, I think, don't think Brentford I think Brentford will be too open at the back to make up for their striking I think Norwich have shown that they they can throw they didn't throw money at last time they won't do it again even with the 30 million they got from Buendia they'll go down again so I think it'll be yeah, Watford I mean, if anyone does if well if I put any money on it I would probably go for Watford yeah. because they've got seriously good quality in there yeah Seriously good quality, and yeah, and Sar is. I the, mean, is Norwich the, did, but they they've sold Buendia. Yeah, oh. I think Sar's a lot better than Buendia anyway. Mm. He, he he's a class above Buendia. Sar Sar is a very 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 good player. I think he's the one that. No, he, he's, he's, he's brilliant. Assuming he's brilliant. not got a deal with him that they that Norwich got with Buendia about going up and that sort of thing. Yeah. I think he'll be the. He's sensationally he good. He could be the reason that they and he started poorly last time because he was like new and you know mm. kind of and but then improved so now. much. He's had a year exactly. in the championship. So he's, he's hit the ground um, running, so he's, I, he's gonna be fine. he could be the one who's. 
Yeah, I think Norwich and Brentford will go down. I, I think Watford could. Hey, mate, good, so good to see you again. It's been so Cheers. long. We've got yeah. Sam the West Ham yeah. fan. We're recording, but you're you're oh, welcome sorry. to join us. No, no, no. no. no yeah, yeah. Come in, come oh, in. Come in. Yeah, yeah. Come Ooh, in. West Ham, yeah. yeah. Actually, we love West Ham because they, 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 they never beat them. Never beat us. Right, <laughs> remind us, do, where yeah. did you finish in the league this year, We Sam? finished uh, sixth place, and I was very, very happy. Not um, too bad, not too bad, eh? No, not at all. I think a lot of people gave me a bit of sick because we didn't get Champions League, but I was not. Uh, I was not uh, upset Yeah, people did it to us as well, you know. It's like, yeah. we didn't get top four either. So you've been so. booking <laughs> tickets to Baku, Astana, yeah. I mean, the last Istanbul, two, wherever it might yeah. be. At the last two European campaigns, we lost to the same Romanian team uh, in the first <laughs> qualifying round. So we've not done particularly well, but I don't even think we need to the qualifying round. We're straight in the mix. But I think Moyes might have a statue for uh, this time next year if, uh, if we have a good good uh, tournament he's done really well so well, we, uh, we had you on the podcast what was it last year last season or this season yeah. I can't remember and you were not too hard. you weren't too confident no I mean I'm, I'm, I'm generally quite positive West Ham fan but mm. like I was probably a bit nervous because I think it was towards the end of the season before last and we were yeah. in the relegation scrap and, as were we <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely and I was nervous and um, but I thought we always had a decent squad but yeah I mean Moyes has pulled out of the bag we've got some good players and then to go I mean this is I say it's a fluke. It's not fluke, but it was unexpected. Yeah, it's yeah. only unexpected. Top ten was saying we. So, so before, tips for next season without Once Lingard though. Is, that, is it going to change? Yeah, well, this is, this is yeah. Quick couple oh, of points. The got, yeah, Europa League means hopefully Rice will stay because we've got European football. He has to play European football at least one year Europa. Then he'll go Champions League if we can do that. But probably not. But he's he loves West Ham and I think he will stay for a bit. So Europa League, hopefully, sign Lingard. Like for me, you know, if it was talking about if it was talking about Abraham, I'd like to go for Abraham and Ramsdale. Uh, you know, Sheffield United would be like, you know, hating that. Mm. Uh, Sheffield United obviously don't like us already, anyway. Oh, <laughs> they're, they're probably listening either. Is that a Tevez? Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, okay. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Tevez, Tevez conversation, but and then Johnson as well. We, I think I love Fabianski, Fabianski, but you know he's getting a bit older now, so we need to sign. And I do think we need to go for centre back, but you know, it's not like we've got endless money. But I think we go if we go for a couple of players. Lingard being one of them, keep Rice happy and then take it from there. Yeah. Just I forget Lingard because he's there's talk of like bigger clubs, not not, not yeah yeah well, Champions League clubs, clubs yeah, yeah of course yeah yeah I mean he's, he's been brilliant I mean he's his work ethic and he's we knew he's a decent player but he was actually a lot better than I realised mm. the last couple of years has been quite I, yeah I find it really funny that Southgate talks about picking players on form yeah. and yet he picked him for years at Man U when he was not on form and I barely know. playing it's and point. it's now like dropping in front of the squad when he has basically the, the six months <laughs> of his life at West Ham and yeah. been brilliant there's think, a quite a few, think I think it's been brilliant yeah there's a few players I think he's done that with I, I like Southgate but he's done that I think he like he definitely likes youth, which is great. But he doesn't like, like uh, dunk. Yeah, he doesn't like dunk. He doesn't. <laughs> oh, you've like, noticed uh, that? Have you? <laughs> he doesn't like Bamford, obviously. Yeah, the mate. Bamford. I mean, let's be fair. He is a Leeds player, so you yeah, can't really no blame him. No one likes Leeds. It seems. Yeah, West Ham fans often a lot. West Ham fans aren't too keen on Leeds. <laughs> because they signed Rio <laughs> no one likes yeah, Leeds yeah. literally it's like, yeah, yeah. but even Leeds don't like they Leeds. were good this year though yeah <laughs> they um, were but yeah none of us we've been discussing how we don't like Leeds but also yeah they are they've been very good but yeah I hate Leeds but like no, it's a good question <laughs> I, I, but um, but yeah Lingard not being in the squad I, I, I did kind of feel that might be the case we've got so many good exciting attacking players we've got he won't so play many. them though that's the thing it's like, I mean yeah he can only, yeah, he plays so many we've got such an exciting yeah, attacking he'll play Rice and Phillips and then like four attacking players rather than Rice yeah. and five attacking players you should do I think if Henderson's fear which is probably you know on the brink of not being the case then you would do it like Rice Henderson and, and Mount and then three really exciting mm. like probably obviously Kane and then you've got so many options Foden and I'd still probably Rashford Foden's got to be dropped yeah, actually have you seen, have you seen the new blonde so, yeah. haircut he's got to be dropped hasn't he based on that <laughs> I did see that yeah I mean it's quite it's kind oh, of a it's kind of like a yellowish grey isn't it but like um <laughs> But no, uh, I think uh, I mean he's exceptional. Who, who's the handsomest England player? Because you know, question. you know what I'm gonna, you know Ooh. where I'm going with this, don't you? Well, not, not been, entirely, but like <laughs> there's, there's, there's yeah. been talk, there's been talk on on Sky Sports and everywhere else that Ben White is Mr. Handsome. I, I did watch an interview with Ben White. He, yeah, I'll give you that. He is handsome, <laughs> no doubt. Uh, no, he, absolutely. You wouldn't if you saw him in an interview not talking about football. You wouldn't expect him to be a football player. <laughs> Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, he seems great. He seems like a nice, nice guy. And he, he's yeah, he's a good handsome. lad. He's a good lad. But he's oh, there's a few characters up there, aren't there? But like, um, I don't mm. know if Declan's gonna get that one. But like, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Right, well, let's let's pause the uh, thing here. So we're back for the final part of this epic where we're looking at the season as a whole. We talked about Brentford. They're going to be in the Premier League, Peter. Delighted? I'm looking forward to a trip to New Ground next season. Oh, yes, so am I, so am I. In the other divisions, it's been brilliant, hasn't it? Because we've, we've had Blackpool. They've had an absolute nightmare over the last few years. But, and he burps his way through the conversation <laughs> due to a few beers. Um, they've, they, they, they're a great club, great fans, and they're back. And they, they're, they're in the championship. That's beautiful, isn't it? It's re- yeah, it's really great. Yeah. I'm really yeah. pleased for them. Although I wanted Lincoln to really go up, I'm really pleased with Blackpool and yeah, their fans have been through so much. And that somebody got to go to the Wembley, that sort of thing was great as yeah. well. So, And uh, yeah, it's good to see them come up. I want to see Chum come on next season because uh, they're my local club, obviously, so I want to see them go up. So, yeah. yeah. Which I think they pretty belong in overall, but well done them and well done Hull, who went up, and well done Peterborough as well. Yeah, absolutely. And Remember, uh, Memories of old days at London Road, we had a great time out. Oh, great. yes. Oh, yes, indeed. I've been to, I think I've been to London Road nine times and not seen Brighton lose ever, so that's pretty good. <laughs> that's a hell of a record. Nightmare yeah. on London Road is, is of course, the main... That was a, a very yeah. good day out. We could have won about nine, literally could have won nine. Absolute, absolute, absolute sensation. And they're, they're managing going, like, uh, Gary Johnson, wasn't it? It was, like, saying, yeah. like, it was their, like, cup, cup final. final. Sort of Before thing. the game, yeah. 3 nil <laughs> in your cup final. <laughs> that was a very fun day out. And, yeah, we literally could have won about six, seven, and eight. And Morecambe are in League One for the first time in their and history. And lost now as well. And they've lost a the manager to a team back in League yeah. Two. Which suggests, oh, I think, God, I think in fairness, suggests oh, the limitations are more compared to Bradford, yeah. in fairness. I feel I get both that. depressed. But on the other hand, Bradford have sacked a lot of managers recently, so, you know, it's like, well, mm. it's a bit of a... I feel quite depressed about it, but I, I, I understand it as well. Yeah. But uh, let's, hope they, let, let's hope they have a good season. Yeah. Let's hope and they can survive. Well done to Cheltenham, Cheltenham, Cambridge and Bolton, who went yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Fell place with them. Bolton, hopefully coming back up again. And the conference, a, Sutton United, first time ever. And new ground next season somewhere, hopefully. They've got to dig up their artificial pitch, but what the hell. And, and then, uh, yeah, new, Notts County and Hartlepool won this week to face Torquay and Stockport in the next round of the playoffs. So. Yeah, there's the playoffs an eliminator. playoffs will be going mid-June, which is, like, unheard of. Mm. It's going to be quite interesting, but... We'll, we'll see what happens. I won't be celebrating a 50th birthday. That absolutely won't be happening. But if I was, I'd be cer- certainly celebrating with you, Peter. And not, uh, and not having a weekend away in some random location in early August <laughs> to on, tick on a, off the ground of our a list. slightly stoppy note, it's been a very... For as much as... However much you audience must have loved listening to us talking shit. Well, um, it must have been a pleasure for you. It's been, you know, kind of an absolute pleasure to talk shit over the last, like, year <laughs> and a half. It's been like, and it does feel liberating to be back in a pub now because it's been such a kind of big thing during lockdown to actually have, you know, talked, and not, and not just talk shit, but talk shit with people like Mark Lawrence and... We've talked shit with that extra introvert. Brian Horton or people like, you know, Brian Horton or people like Paul Barber, you know. Oh, fuck. Michelle Kuypers, you know. Big names. The player of the season. We haven't done it, have we? We've got to do that. Bloody hell. Ignoring that, all these people, like, you know, I've spent lockdown talking to these people with three of us have, and it's been epic, and I'm really kind of, like, really, really grateful for it. So, on a slightly soppy note, thank you very much for the uh, being the main host that this was. Oh, thank you. Thank main you. host of Brighton Rock. Thank you for being and my hope, co-host. hopefully for many years to come. Let's, let's drink to that. Let's drink to that. I love you, Peter. <laughs> I love you too, Russell. <laughs> and yes, we have got the Player of the Year Awards, which we've almost forgotten to mention. We are in the Leeds vote. We've, we've taken a vote from a load of WhatsApp groups, people, friends, whatever it might be. Associates, aliens. Associates, contributors. We've had... Contrarians. These votes include the votes of... Cats. I I kid you not, Brian Horton. Cats. 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 Dogs. (laughs) Don't. Dogs as well. And Steve Steve Penny. But mainly Brian Horton and Steve Penny. Mainly ferrets. (laughs) Here, Here we go. So, player of the season. We've had... What we've done, we've done a voting system where you get three points for your first choice, two for your second, one for your third. And there's been a bunch of people. 
It's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It works really it's well. Genius. And here we go. Here is the overall outcome from contributors, from friends, from relatives, some listeners, and some of our guests as well. Steve Penny, Brian Horton, etc. This is what we've come up with. The player of the season vote. We have... Here we go. Here's a few of the details. We've got nothing for Lamptey. Nothing at all for Lamptey. We've got... We've got I'm one... other players got nothing as well. <laughs> yeah. A few of them... A I few also others. got nothing, sadly. Right, so here we go. Webster got one. Trossard got one. Gross got two. March got three. Um, Bobby Sanchez got seven. White... This is the main vote, by the way. White got nine. Veltman... He got 20. He was in third place. Woohoo! Veltman, Veltman, third place with 20. Well played to you, sir. Second place with 52 points. Donkey. Woohoo! <laughs> Which means the winner with 81 points is. Can you guess, Peter? Me. <laughs> Have another guess. It's Basuma, of course. Basuma, and number one, player of the season, the Brighton Rock player of the season, Basuma, with 81 votes. I mean, second place. probably won it if it wasn't for the Leeds votes earlier. In the yeah, we, we should say Leeds have sabotaged the votes. All their fans Leeds tried it, it with our vote as well, but we told them to fuck Completely off. Completely so. ruined it, the bastards. Uh, but <laughs> when their email address is by, by E by Gum, we uh, we decided e to by count them out. We count them out of the vote. No, no, it's, it's Basuma with eighty-one. It's Dunk with fifty-two, and it's Veltman in third place with twenty. Now, Peter, the young player of the year. Who do you think's won this? Why are you rubbing the paper? Well, I'm doing it seductively. <laughs> Young Player of the Year award was a bloody, bloody close affair. I would have gone for Leander Dunker. Oh, it's funny you should say that because he got one of the votes <laughs> courtesy of Mr Brian Horton Esquire. <laughs> We've also got one for Modder. A fair vote. I understand that. But in third place, Lampsy. Tarek Lamptey with 28 votes. And he would have been a lot higher if it hadn't been for his uh, unfortunate injury. Absolutely. Fair play to him. We love you, Lamptey. You look we two love years you old. Lamptey. We, we do. do. I'm looking forward to seeing him live, like, like running up down the wing next season. So Definitely. Here, here we go. So, the Young Player of the Year, Brighton Rock, votes. Here we go. So, one of you has 65, one of you has 68. That's how close it is. So on 65, on 65, it is England's own Ben White. On 65, the winner of Young Player of the Year, Brighton Rock Style, with 68, is Bobby Sanchez. Woo! Spain's number one. (laughs) Well done to... Please clarify that to but all these players, you win nothing other than the genuine knowledge that you won this thing. It's the kudos. It's the kudos. Yeah. So just to, we have just, no money. We've raised no money for this podcast, <laughs> so you've won nothing. Nothing <laughs> like, whatsoever. Yeah. whatsoever. But you, you just like have the knowledge that you're that sort of that award. Let's re-emphasize it again. Nothing at all. You've won no physical. Nothing at all. <laughs> other than the knowledge you won it, you've won no physical prize. <laughs> but just to go over it again, though. So player of the year, Basuma, eighty-one votes, number one, Donkey. Number two with 52. Veltman, number three with 20. Young Player of the Year was Bobby Sanchez with 68. Woo! Ben White, second with 65. Woo! God damn it, that was close. And third, Lamptey with 28. Woo! The tension was literally palpable. Other votes did go to Bobby Sanchez in the main vote, to Webster, to Lamptey, to March, who had three votes, Trossard and Gross. And in the Young Player Awards, we also have votes for Muda and for Lars Dendonka. And on that very subject, we should mention that illustrious, illustrious 
friends of the show, Brian Horton and Steve Penny have been in touch. Steve Penny said, Peter, what does that say? I can't read it. Oh, shit. <laughs> he said, uh, he said, Russell, for the matches I watched this season, I really like Lamptey. He's a class player, but unfortunately can't select him as injured more or less all the season. I know it's like. I would pick Pesuma, great midfielder, but just need to work on shooting. White obviously having a good season in the upper England squad. I thought Lucent was a bit wild, a bit rash at times, but did, did work well. But some very important goal line clearances and a few super headed goals from corners. I think Lugano was getting fit towards the end of the season to, to fall at the start and to show some brilliant touches and others didn't possess. I think you've summed it up very, very well, Peter, indeed. So that was Steve Penny, and we also had from Brian Horton. I'm trying to find his details as we talk. Brian, where are you? Oh, damn it, we can't find you. Anyway, maybe well, we'll move, move on. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. move on to a point where we like to say thank you to everyone who's like been our guest on the show over the last season. And uh, there's been some more regular ones, so like Andy Bravery, Andy Knott, Andy Bass, Robin. Uh, oh, well, that Richard Holberton guy Richard, is a bit Richard, dodgy, wasn't he? You know, there's been some really good like, kind of regular guests, but also some really good one-off ones as well, some amazing people. But genuinely, I th- we're going to lockdown, the idea of talking to people like Paul Barber, Michelle Kuypers, Brian Horton, Mark Lawrence and Steve Penny would have been like just generally a bit crazy. And not, it's like kind of such great, you know, it's been amazing, really. So it has, not it? Thank you all for like coming on the show, for some of you being more regular and uh, yeah when uh, I'll be honest when Russell asked it to be do you want to be on a podcast with me I didn't quite imagine it was getting up like this <laughs> but uh, next season hopefully we'll actually do some more live stuff from actual pubs rather than yeah yeah it's, um, it's, been, it's been absolutely brilliant absolutely so, superb so thank we're, you now we're literally everyone. being thrown out because we've literally been here till closing time and we are basically both pissed <laughs> so uh, um, yeah yeah but shall thank I, you. I just turn it around a bit tonight? Say by I end it by saying stand or fall. Up the Albion. Sports Social Podcast Network.